960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. And welcome to the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Today is Tuesday, February the 28th in the Everlord 2023. This is episode 811. It's hour two of episode 811 of the Brian Hanks Show. If you missed our first hour, by golly, you missed a really good first hour as we had, uh, as I type here, uh, as we had Richard Clark on from the Carteret County News, Times Carolina Coast Online.com. I'm trying to read your, uh, oh, I like that. Okay. The the EB Frank History Lab. Hey, uh, got some headphones down for you right there, uh, probably at your right knee. Right knee. Yep. Oh, they're not. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. Very good. I've got Chadwick Stokes in here and I'm trying to, uh, uh, get him set up here, uh, to, uh, he, he's our big interview here in our second hour. All right. Say hello. Pull, pull hello. that mic right there, right in front of you. Okay. Uh, that's good. That's good. All Can right. you hear good me? Morning. All right. Absolutely. Very good. Uh, Chadwick, I feel like I should have played some Pearl Jam for you as you were walking. You should have. What do you think? (laughs) I absolutely should have. Uh, But uh, joining us, like I said, here uh, in our second hour, it's uh, Chadwick Stokes. Uh, I don't even know how to describe you. When I was doing it in the first hour, I was talking about, I know, you know, you're a history and social studies teacher at Frank Middle School. Yes, sir. You're one of the coolest ushers in Granger Stadium history. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. You do a lot of work with the uh, Lenore County Historical Society. You got it. How else can you, how else can I describe Chadwick Stokes? Um, I think it's someone that is from Eastern North Carolina and who feels that connection to the area. Uh, I'm from Winterville and uh, went to school at ECU, so I could say I'm a pirate through and through and uh, have a love for this area, have a love for the history of this area, and want to continue to see that grow. Mm-hmm. as far as the preservation and the education of the local history that we have. Mm-hmm. Well, that is awesome. We're going to get to know you a little bit sure. uh, here and uh, find out everything that's going on. You guys have been doing some amazing things. Thank you. And, Frank, I like your lab, I like your lab coat. Yeah. Tell everybody about it. Sure. So uh, the EB Freak History Lab is a project that we've been working on for the last two, two and a half years at Frank. And what we did was we took a, um, a classroom that wasn't being used and I had the idea, let's convert this into a space where we can be really interactive with history and really properly teach it, like actually get their kids um, interactive and hands-on with different artifacts uh, from the past and doing history. And so that's been a project over the last two years, and we've been using it full-time this year. And uh, we actually just had our National History Day competition in the lab, and um, it's just been a such an awesome space, especially when you see the kids start to really get certain things. Um, yeah. That's awesome. And we're going to delve more into that. Uh, Patrick Holmes wrote a really good story. Awesome. Uh, about, and I, I'm sure you've seen that. Yes. Uh, but in fact, you might have sent it to me. Or you or Zach Hawkins or somebody sent it to me. Probably probably was me, actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But a really nice story that uh, Patrick wrote. You know, Patrick's my old boss, right, at the Free Press. You no, but I did not know that. that. No, yeah, no. he was uh, the publisher and editor of the Free Press and was my boss for the first 10 years that I was here. And okay, he's awesome. Kind of great guy, man. I Absolutely. tell you what, you talk about you guys being lucky to have uh, yes. uh, somebody. Patrick Holmes is just 
just amazing. Yeah, I didn't tell you this. I didn't prepare you for this, but here in about a minute or so, you're going to help me interview Dontrez Styles from the University of North Carolina, okay? Wow, okay. It's Fantastic. Tuesday. It's Tuesdays with Trez here on the Brian Hanks Show, okay. and uh, we have an NIL with him, and, uh, and he comes on the show every Tuesday, so... Uh, just have a question or two ready in your mind that uh, you sure. want to ask. And we'll, we'll have them on for about 10 minutes or okay. so, and then the rest of uh, uh, 35, 40 minutes we're going to have will be with you. But uh, I had forgotten to tell you that when uh, – Not a problem. And I appreciate – thank you. I needed to let everybody know, too, about how flexible you were. I had forgotten that we had had uh, – the River siblings had been uh, – Not a problem. Hey, dude, I had a Super Bowl champ <laughs> sitting in that chair where you're sitting right now yesterday I can, morning. I can believe okay? it. I can believe it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it, uh, but uh, but I I appreciate you because we yeah. had originally booked you for yesterday, and then I'd forgotten. I, I double booked Chadwick. I'm sorry. Not a problem. Right? Not a but, problem. but I appreciate you. But we're going to have uh, Dontrez Styles coming up with us here in just a few moments for uh, Tuesdays with Trez. And like I said, we're going to talk about everything that is uh, going on. You don't want to talk about a little baseball. I mean, you're sure. a baseball guy, Absolutely. too. I mean, you've seen as much Downey. How many years have you been an usher now? So this this upcoming season would actually be my fourth season with the yeah. Bulldogs. Wow. And so looking forward to it. Um, I mean, I was just telling Linda on the way here, I saw the Paul one on the Jeep coming in. <laughs> and so you know when you see that, baseball's right around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But it's kind of early. It's February 28th, dude. True, I don't know. Usually true. it's like about the second week of March that we start getting the heavy pollen. But doggone, if we've not been getting it now, though. Yeah. So I feel my heart goes out to anyone with allergies this time of year. It's tough. It is. It really is tough. But uh, i tell you what, uh, as we get uh, Trez up here on the line with us, let me uh, thank our good friends over at uh, Woodman Life. I've had my life insurance with Woodman Life for more than 10 years. I could not be happier with it. I know if something happens to me, those I care for are going to be very well taken care of. Listen, uh, if you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, call Jared Edwards at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North in Kinston. That's behind or beside Highland Furniture and across from Sale on a Mall. And joining us on our uh, Spence Automotive guest line right now and brought to you by King's Restaurant. Man, that's a mouthful, Trez. It's Don Trez Styles from the, the University of North Carolina. And see, I, I know, Chadwick, I sound really happy when I'm talking to Trez right now, but uh, he and his Tar Heels broke my, uh, my, 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 my bleeding Virginia Cavalier heart Saturday <laughs> night. And you don't feel one bit bad about it, do you, Trez? Nah, because I told you last week. I, <laughs> I gave you a warning, man. I gave you a warning. You did. You did. I got to let you know, dude. I, I, I We had the uh, Freedom Classic this past weekend here in Kenston, and I stayed. I didn't go to the banquet to watch that game, and let me tell you, I mean, I made myself a great dinner. Everybody else was going to the banquet. I made myself a great dinner. You, you guys just ruined my dinner, okay, Trez? Hey man, you I told you you ain't listen to me, so that's what you get, man. No hard things though. You are absolutely right. Dude, how about this, Trez? We talked to you last Tuesday morning, or actually it was last Wednesday morning that we talked to you. And since then you've played three games, you're three and oh, all this you know, all these people that were wringing their hands and stressed out, oh my god, Carolina's not gonna make the NCAA tournament. You said on this very show, Trez, a we or six days ago. Don't sweat it. We're not sweating it. We know who we are. We know what we can do. And by God, a three and O, we a three and O in six day span, dude. Yes, sir, man. We uh, we trying to figure it out. We got um, we had two good road wins. Well, uh, two or three. I don't know. Many days we going by so fast. <laughs> 
<laughs> to be honest, man. We had, we had some good games, and um, we got Duke Saturday. It's going to be a big one. We need it. Absolutely. We're going to get to that in a little bit. But I want to talk about last night, dude. Just uh, a great game for uh, for Carolina, a great game for Dontrez Styles. Ten minutes played. If I had told you, now, try this one out for size, dude. How much money would I have made in Vegas if I had told everybody that, hey, Dontrez Styles is going to outscore Armando Baycott four to one at Florida State? I could have made some money last night, couldn't I? <laughs> hey, probably, man. Mondo's a, he's a great player. He had an off game last night. That happened to everybody, so he'll bounce back out of it. Sure. Well, dude, just so proud of you. Just the defense that you played last night, the, that big three-pointer that you hit, and uh, just the, the way you played. I don't know if you had a chance to hear what, and I hope you can hear this as I play it here, but uh, uh, Coach Davis last night talked a little bit about you in post game. I'm going to play this. Today. Tell me if you can hear this, okay? You would, okay. uh, I would have told you before the game, Armando would have one point. Can you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I can hear it. Okay, very good. Here, it's about 30 seconds long. Here we go. I think that we would come out um, winning. Um, but that's um, what a team does is when a teammate may be struggling in a particular area, other guys step up, and that's what we had. Uh, I felt like every guy that played made an impactful play to put us in a position to win. Uh, Dontrez gave us 10 unbelievable minutes off the bench. Uh, hit the three, made a, a free throw, but I thought his defense um, on Matthew Cleveland was great. We needed somebody big with athleticism, and he was terrific defensively. I thought Seth Trimble. And there you go. I just I thought that was really neat that uh, your coach giving you a lot of love there in the uh, – in uh, in the post game press conference in Tallahassee last night, hey, and that, that's going to be my first question to you here, Trez, is uh, just the div- you are known, uh, as, you know, you're a great shooter. I mean, we all know that about you. We know that you you love to bang the boards. But one of the things that don't get, that doesn't get talked as much about you that needs to be, in my opinion, is what Coach Davis said about you last night. Is your defense? How much pride do you take uh, when you're on the de- defensive side of the ball, Trez? Yeah, it's something that I just started, you know, picking up on when I got the when I got to college. You know, I realized it that you know you have to play defense at a high level to get on that court, and um, that's what I've been working on every day. And the coaching staff has preached to me, you know, go out there and try to, you know, be a be a great defensive player with my athleticism and my, you know. And my my strength that I should be you know a good defensive player and I every day I strive to you know get better at at that area. Everybody know I can I can score and I can you know shoot and everything. But like you got to play defense in college and that's what I'm working on every day. Absolutely. Hey, we've got Chadwick Stokes who's in here with us this morning. He's got a question for you too, Tress. Absolutely. Good? How you doing? All right. So I'm an ECU guy. That's where both my degrees come from. So my question is going to be a little bit tied to ECU here, but uh, I'm uh, I'm always curious. When is ECU and Chapel Hill going to get together on the hard court? <laughs> uh, maybe soon. I have no idea, to be honest. I don't know how the schedule works, but okay, soon. okay. No, that would be that would be you know good for North Carolina for sure. Uh, we'll have to look that up and see you about that for sure. But again, Don Trez Styles brought to you every week by King's Restaurant here on the Brian Hanks Show. I uh, really do appreciate Joe and Angie over at King's 
for uh, sponsoring Tuesdays with Trez. Visit King's Restaurant on Highway 70 or the Vernon Avenue location in Kenston for the best dang barbecue in the East. They're serving up all of your favorite fixings to go along with your favorite dish. And uh, that clip, I got to give credit to uh, Graham Hill. He gave it to us from Capital Broadcasting. They were at the game last night. Like I said, got that that quote there at the end. And they have a question from the sports shop uh, for you here, Trez. And uh, this is uh, from Graham Hill in the sports shop. Does Coach Davis ever make his intentions known that he's going to put you in the end during the game? He, uh, and this is what they said. It looked like last night you were going to get guaranteed playing time since you got in so early. So I guess their question is, does like I said, does Coach Davis ever let you know before the game that, hey, we're going to get you into the game uh, a little bit earlier tonight? Uh, nah, we, um, you never know. That's the um... – it can be a tough thing, but like you just gotta stay ready, man. You know, every game just try to stay mentally prepared and you know mentally sharp and and don't get zoned out because you know at any given moment your man can be called and and you gotta go out there and perform and and that's one thing I struggle with sometimes is you know not always being ready. You know, sitting the bitch for a long time, something I'm not used to doing, and you know and you can just think you're not going in the game at at some point and and then you when you call your name you gotta be ready to play and that's the that's the biggest battle. But um yeah, he he doesn't tell us. We just gotta, you know, be ready when the time comes. And 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 you proved it last night. Absolutely, totally ready. Ten minutes last night. Uh, again, four points, a rebound, and just I, – and I don't even count those stats. I mean, those are good stats. You know, you hit your lone three-pointer, but it was a defense that you played last night. And it, it, how do you keep your mind ready, Trez? Like I said, maybe there's a game you don't play, and then the next game you go in, you play ten minutes. How how do you keep your mind ready that, you know, I've got to be ready to go in at any minute? It could be, you know – Early in the first half, middle of the first half, maybe even the second half. How do you mentally prepare yourself for that? Yeah, just um, just you know, just man, it's hard. It's yeah. <laughs> I would lie to say if it's not, it's oh no, man, you just gotta uh, just you gotta stay focused and just stay locked into the game, and it is hard to answer because like in the moment. It can you can be locked in, or you can be, or you can be zoned out. It's just, you know, it must just be everywhere. To be honest, and like, just gotta, just gotta try your best to stay in it. It's gonna be a challenge. It's gonna be hard, but you know, like for example, any time can, can be your time. Like last year in the tournament, I didn't know I was gonna have a, you know, a good game against Baylor, number one team in the in the country at the time. I didn't know that, so you just got to be ready, and when the time comes, you got to perform at a high level. Absolutely. Well, uh, a big game this week. Uh, like I said, last week when we talked to you, you had three games coming up. This week, Trez, only one game, but it's the biggest game of the year. Uh, Saturday night, 6.30 at uh, the Dean Dome, Duke. Carolina I know what you know we've talked about it uh, a lot but I don't mind bringing it up again just what it means to you Trez uh when you see that dark not the Carolina blue but when you see that dark blue uh coming towards you and especially on your own home court how big is this game to you what does it mean to the guys on the team what does it mean to the Chapel Hill community to Carolina uh Duke Carolina yeah man it's no it's Duke versus Carolina can you know better than that <laughs> And we and we need it. We need to win. 
And um, the coaching staff knows we, we need it. We need it. We know we need it. So we're going to go out there. We're going to compete at a high level. We're going to get the job done. I really believe that. Well, dude, you told me that last week. And, uh, and again, everybody's freaking out last week. I mean, what, you were uh, 16 and 11, really struggling. I tell you what, a, a winning streak, uh, that, that cures a lot of ills, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. It's crazy. When we losing fast, we going crazy. But when we we winning though, the fancy, you know, quiet and, <laughs> and talking all positive. So yeah, it's it's crazy how the fans work, but <laughs> it's part of it. Well, this will be my last question to you here, Trez, as you guys are getting ready for, like I said, for uh, Duke this Saturday night. College game day is going to be there. It's just uh, it's just all the, the usual pomp and circumstance of Duke Carolina at the Dean Dome. Uh, what do you guys have to do well, Trez? I mean, uh, you've played them earlier this year. We won't talk about that game. But <laughs> what, what, what do you guys need to do well uh, Saturday night to come away with the dub and, and the last game before the ACC tournament? Yeah, I would say, man, just blame our turnovers. The last one, we had a, you know, a bunch of turnovers. Me, me, myself, I had a, you know, a careless one. And, um, yeah, that's the, that's the biggest thing, trying to limit the turnovers and be good on defense. And, and we go in there and, you know, make shots like we've been doing the past, the past two games. And we're going to be fine. Everybody knows we're making shots and we're, you know, playing as a team. We're hard to beat. Wow. And, um, it's gonna be gonna be a challenge, but it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Well, there you go. Well, listen, Trez, it was so much fun watching you on the court last night and seeing your energy. And again, just uh, as I have said for a long time, the underrated part of your game. We know you can shoot. We know you can rebound. But just to see you down in the defensive stance and uh, your arms just and your body just uh, bothering the uh, bothering the other guys, that was awesome, man. Great job last night. Congratulations on the win. Uh, beat the crap out of Duke this weekend, okay? Yes, sir. Sure. There sure you go. Hey, we will talk to you next week as you're getting ready for the ACC tournament. That'll be exciting next week, dude. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week, okay, Trez? Yes, sir. Talk to you. There you go. That's Don Trez Styles again, as always, brought to you by King's Restaurant, Joe Hargett and King's Restaurant. Uh, listen, visit King's Restaurant on Highway 70 or the Vernon Avenue location right here in Kenston for the best dang barbecue in the East. That's what it tells me to, to say here, Chadwick. Okay, <laughs> uh, They're serving up all your favorite fixings to go along with your favorite dish. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you to Joe and Angie. Uh, all season long, they have brought you uh, Tuesdays with Trez here on the Brian Hanks Show, and we really do truly appreciate them. Let me tell you, I appreciate Chadwick Stokes, and again, thank you. Uh, I had forgotten to tell you that we have him on, uh, and I'll look that up uh, when Carolina plays ECU. I, it's been a minute. I can't remember the last time they played each other, to tell you the truth. Uh, to my best recollection, it would have been the 93 NCAA tournament. Wow. Uh, when ECU that's right. the they, yep. now, this how, is back How old was, are you? How old are you? I'm 30, uh, 38 now. I had to I think about say, it how do you remember that? Because that, that was like before yeah. your time. Yep. So um, that's the last time I remember. It was back in 93. That's back in the 80 Payne days. ECU wins the CAA tournament. Uh, that's also the same year, correct me if I'm wrong, but Carolina won the national championship. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. <laughs> in New I think Orleans. ECU came yeah. in as a 16 seed. Carolina was number one. Yeah. It is what it is, and uh, we'd right. love to see them play on the court oh, with absolutely. each other for sure. But, again, thank you to Trez. Thank you to uh, Joe Hargett. 
Really do appreciate uh, all of them for bringing that. Hey, let's get back to our big interview here. Sure. It's uh, Chadwick Stokes. And uh, what I always like to do is your first time here on the show. You, you kind of delved into it a little bit before Trez there, but just introduce us to you. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where You know, you said you grew up in Winterville, but where'd you go to high school? Where'd you get your interest for history? And sure. uh, let, let's talk a little bit about that. Not a problem. Yeah, so um, I'm from Winterville, and my dad was from Aiden, and uh, my mom's from Winterville. So my roots are right there in Pitt County. Went to D.H. Conley okay. High School, and uh, this is back during the time when I think South Central hadn't been built yet. And so I went to ECU for both my degrees. So my dad and my brother uh, went both went to ECU. What were and your so, degrees? Um, undergrad was political science. Okay. And my master's was history education. Okay. And actually before teaching, I was actually in the financial banking world uh, before making oh, that I transition. That. I didn't know that. Yeah, before making that transition uh later in life um and as far as my interest in history uh the story i always tell is i was very fortunate to have a set of parents who took my brother and myself uh when we were little to fort macon to the battleship to williamsburg to Tron palace uh, all those places when i was eight nine ten years old and um and it just it started then when you were able to see where history took place and be able to interact with it, put your hands on it. Oh gosh. For an eight year old kid. I mean, that just, the light bulb went off. Yeah. And it just been stuck with me ever since. In fact, it's only gotten stronger over time. What is your, it's easy to say history. Sure. But I mean, there's so many oh, different yeah. subsets and genres of history Well, not genres, but you know what I mean? Uh, all these different uh, factions of history. What is your favorite? Like for, I'll tell you mine. mine is civil war history. Sure. I grew up in Northwestern North Carolina and, uh, just what, well, you know, I'm a big fan of the sure. battles and not fan, but a big student of the battles and everything. And so for me to be able to move to Kinston where there sure. is so much civil war history is, uh, has been a big thing to me. When you look, what's your favorite, uh, well, I'll say this first. I think when you, any historian would tell you, the more you learn about history, the more you realize you don't, what you don't know. Uh, it just kind of creates more and more questions, um, as you learn more. But as far as me, as for a specific era, that would be the Revolutionary Period. Okay. Yep, the American Revolution. So you're talking, for this area, I mean, you're talking um, the Halifax, the Halifax Resolves. You're talking Tryon Palace. You're talking, oh, gosh, Kinston itself, um, going back that far, the Harmony Hall uh, from the 18th century. I mean, you're talking Williamsburg. There's just so much local history that ties into that particular period. You've got the... Um, the Women's Tea Party in Edenton, which I think is a North Carolina story that's not. I'm not familiar with it. Please yep. share it with me. So in Edenton, uh, well, everybody's familiar with the Boston Tea Party. Of course. Yeah. And But the Women's Club in Edenton, I want to be careful about getting, make sure I don't get the facts wrong here, but, um, but the Women's Club in Edenton um, actually had their own tea party in protest of the same policies of the British back during the Revolutionary Period. And there's actually uh, an historic site there in Edington today uh, that's telling that more of that full story. That is awesome. Absolutely. Now, now in in the time era or the time period, was this before Boston, after Boston? See, that's a good question. Um, okay. I, I would be scared to say which, as I'm not 100% okay. sure on that. But it's around, it's either before Boston or it's inspired by Boston, that I'm not sure which. Okay. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah. I got to tell you, uh, Jacques Passeleg, do you have you, you know Jacques, don't you? What's that? Jacques Passeleg, do you know oh, him? I know the name. Of uh, Goico. Name. Yeah. I mean, he owns Goico, a friend of mine and awesome. a sponsor of the show. No, but uh, 
this is one of the things we were talking about. Uh, George Washington's birthday was, okay. you know, one day last yep. week. And I'm uh, talking about, you know, the first president of the United States. And uh, he uh, texted me and said, uh, John Hansen was the first president of the United States, just FYI. You're familiar with the John Hansen part, right? I don't think I am. He was the uh, – hold on, I have to open this up here. He was the uh, – uh, he was the first president of the original United States government. Uh, he served as president of the original U.S. government chartered by the Articles of Confederation in 1781. So, so he wasn't like, you know, a popularly elected president by the citizens and the residents of the United States, but he was elected by, uh, I guess, the, the Articles of Confederation. Yeah. yeah, that was, as we teach you that, Articles of Confederation, that was your first attempt at a federal government that lasted for about 10 years from 77 to about 87. Yeah. And so once the Shays rebellion happened in Massachusetts, they realized, Oh gosh, there's a lot of issues with this articles that we needed to make some changes. And that's when they convened the constitutional Congress in Philadelphia. And then that's when George Washington comes into the picture and the the story is from there. Well, just like I said, with you being a revolution (laughs) or, you know, that era, uh, Jacques had to quickly let me know that, uh, no, George Washington wasn't the first president. It was John Hanson. I'm like, and I was the same deal. And as someone, I consider myself a student of history. I was like, John Hanson, that's not the guy that used to do, uh, the, anyway, the thing on TV. But, uh, anyway, if you talk to Jacques sure. Passelag, he's going to swear John Hanson's okay. first president. Okay. okay. So I'm preparing you for that. Sure. Okay. Uh, other, uh, other parts of history that you're a big fan of. Oh, well, Civil War history, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think World War II is, is very fascinating, uh, especially um, like I have a, um, I have a couple of fr- a friend that I work with who um, his grandfather was actually in World War II. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he's, he passed recently, but I met him before he passed, and we were able to see like some uniforms that he had, uh, some pictures, and he was actually in the Navy uh, during World War II. And in, uh, his grandfather was from Goldsboro. Mm-hmm. And to hear that connection to such a momentum part of our American history was really cool. And that's when you start, like, for example, um, Vietnam history is really interesting, too. Stan Sullivan. Yes. Uh, yeah, Stan, I've brought him into the classroom two different times to talk to the students about, uh, about his Vietnam uh, connection, you know, being – uh, in the Air Force uh, and being a part of that. And, and when you can do things like that where you bring in real people, um, that just makes all the difference. And so and when you meet someone, too, to, regardless of what period it is, that can make it really interesting. You know, you talked about your past. That's the reason I wanted to know sure. about it. And, again, that voice list was Chadwick Stokes uh, this morning in our big interview here on the Brian Hanks Show. And you remember in your formative years, you know, your parents – stoking that Absolutely. that love of history for you how cool is it for you to be in that position with classrooms of people and, and running a history lab and and doing the same thing and you know that you know 10 12 15 years from now when the you know when you've got a couple of those uh, a couple of your students who've gone on to college and right. have their degrees and they're going to look back and say you know what i remember mr stokes who uh <laughs> who uh, uh stoked my interest ah i see exactly. what i did there huh? <laughs> Uh, you know, how, how does it feel to be in that position where you can do that for young people? It's a tremendous responsibility. Uh, I think that's the first thing that comes to mind, um, realizing that you're the adult in the room. You you have that very unique opportunity and very unique responsibility um, to present information in a very 
engaging, accurate way um, to include all the students. Um, I can't use that word responsibility enough, but it's something I take seriously. Mm-hmm. And, um, and hopefully you reach as many of them as you possibly can and start planting those seeds. I think some of the kids, the light bubble go off very quickly. And the other kids, some other kids, maybe the light bubble go off five, 10, 15 years down the road, which is fine. Um, but you want that light bulb to go off, you know, down the road, at least at some points they can say, you know what? I've, I remember that a little bit about that. And then you stoke their curiosity. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, that, that is, that, that's super cool. And again, I bet you could tell me your history teachers, uh, through your, through your academic oh, sure. career, can't you? In fact, um, Dr. Wade Dudley, uh, who passed within the last couple of years, I was a professor of history at ECU who I had in grad school. And I remember very clearly um, he, he taught, I had him for two different classes, but one in particular was on, Amer- on the American Revolution. Every Thursday from 6 to 9 p.m., I looked forward to that class. You're going to think I'm the biggest nerd. But <laughs> I would get there. Is it the Brewster Building on 10th Street? And I would get there at 5.15, 5 o'clock before the class. So a good 45 minutes, an hour before the class is even supposed to start. Uh, just to ask him questions, just make sure I had, you know, the front seat. Um, and I just loved it. He taught out of one, one book from what I remember very closely. And it was just, he was a great storyteller. And when you have, it kind of goes back to the virtual learning we had to do for a couple of years. And I, and I get it, but none of that technology will ever replace the right person in the classroom. Um, as far as the person that can be that storyteller, that can pull people in. And that goes for adults as well, I believe, especially if they do any visiting of historic sites and you have a tour guide or something and they're engaging, they pull you in, that makes all the difference. That is awesome. Again, that voice you listen to is Chadwick Stokes, who is joining us here uh, live in our uh, plush, well-lit studio here on Whitehall Drive. For folks that maybe didn't get to hear a little bit about uh, the History Lab, the uh, the thing sure. that you have formed, that you've started over at Frank Middle School, tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So that's a project we've been working on for about two years, two, two and a half years. And we took a, um, a classroom that was uh, empty, not being used. And I just kind of went – I was looking originally looking for – a place to store some artifacts that I had acquired, including a 1924 uh, National Cash Register, which is the heaviest artifact I have. I love it, <laughs> um, but it's it's a very unique artifact. But anyway, and I went home and just kind of started brainstorming, wait a second, let's see if we can use this space as something unique, unprecedented, and, um, and sure enough, we were able to do that. And uh, through blood, sweat, and tears for the next, with a lot of help, uh, I've had help from different teachers. I've had help from uh, different parents. I've had help from students. Uh, by gosh, I mean, if you walk into the lab and you see all the artwork on the walls and everything, uh, former students have done all that. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it's just turned into a space that's very interactive, very engaging, um, and it's, it's full of endless possibilities. And, I, and I'll go ahead and announce this too. Uh, this is just kind of a recent development. Um, I put out there on Facebook looking for a uh, a scout that was going to become an Eagle Scout and need an Eagle Scout project that the next extension of this, the next step, would be an outdoor classroom. Wow. And this outdoor classroom would be three parts. Uh, it would be part garden, 
like a functional garden where we mm-hmm. actually grow various vegetables uh, inspired by the gardens at Colonial Williamsburg. Part um, amphitheater seating with benches. And so you wow. have like the simple benches built, but you have like the teacher or interpreter in front giving a talk, you know, or demonstration. And then the third part, which is just really, really cool, uh, an archaeological dig. Wow. So those. Now, is be- this something you want to do around Frank Middle School? Yes. Would it be away from the school? Or? It would be at Frank. Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah, um, we've got a space in mind uh, at the school for to do it. And uh, so we're just kind of going through the preliminary steps right now, the paperwork and and uh, fundraising. Obviously, that's got to be done. But uh, Thomas Wiggins is actually my uh, my scout that's going to be coming on to spearhead this. And so wow. we couldn't be more excited about it. That is awesome. You know who my next-door neighbor is by chance? Lives right there in that house. If you look through that window right there, that house right there, Lee Holder. Are you familiar? Oh, absolutely. Wonderful. I know Lee very well. Yeah, that's uh, Lee Holder lives right there. Wonderful. Yeah. Great, and, fantastic man. Yeah. Um, I've gotten to really know him through our work with the Lenora County Historical Association. Which and, is wor- perfect segue. We're going to talk about that next, but please continue exactly, about Mr. Yeah. Holder. He uh, tremendous, has a great reputation. Um, he's been very helpful for me. Um and we've been working together um, over the last handful of years with the Historical Association in town through various projects, various things we have going on. I would love to talk about the Lenore County Historical Society or Association. I always yes. get it wrong. Association. Got it. But uh, an organization that you've been involved in. How long have you been involved with that? And uh, just tell us about some of the things you're doing Sure. Right so uh, I've been involved with it I think it's four, or five, four or five years now, uh, a handful of years and the primary purpose or primary mission of the Historical Association is the preservation of Historic Harmony Hall, right there on King Street, 109 mm-hmm. King Street. And that's the primary goal, uh, to preserve that and to get those stories tell, told. And, um, and it's a wonderful place. With, with It has a board of directors full of wonderful people, and uh, we're always trying to figure out ways that we can engage the general public, figure out ways we can fundraise, to help preserve because when you're dealing with a uh, a 200 year plus home and actually with any anybody that's a homeowner understands this but it's very expensive yeah uh, very expensive we uh, in fact this past year we uh the second floor we had to replace the hvac system and that's a lot of money for that old time. house too mm-hmm. yeah so the first floor was okay but the second floor we had to replace that one and then we had security cameras installed. Uh, so you're talking about some expenses uh, in place. And we actually have our um, reverse drawing coming up. Uh, we do every year. Um, that's going to be downtown at the exchange this Friday night. David Mooring uh, spearheads that event. And uh, I was you have a ticket with you? I'll buy a, I'll buy a ticket today, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll make that happen. Okay. Yeah, we'll make that happen for sure. Thank you. Yeah. And we still have tickets available for that if anybody that wants to support that. It's uh, $20 a ticket. You get a meal, a plus a chance of winning different cash prizes, mm-hmm. potentially, with the top prize being $1,000. Wow. So we're excited about that coming up. And that's this Friday at the Exchange. If people want to get tickets to that, just hook up yeah, with you on your so Facebook page, or how can send they? Send us a message on our Facebook page. Okay. Uh, contact myself. Uh, our email address is harmony.hall.kinston at gmail.com. Okay. Harmony.hall.kinston at, at gmail.com. Okay. You got it. And, uh, and we'll take care of that. Okay. Sure. Well, very good. Before you leave here, I'll 
buy a ticket. I've got I've got ECU work this Friday, but I'll buy a ticket. And, okay. Yeah. yeah. And if anybody that um, wants like you don't to have ticket, to be there, right? You don't have to be there. Yeah. Correct. In fact, we're actually doing um, takeout orders as early as five thirty. So if for some reason somebody wanted to, hey, I want to support you, but I can't be there. Yeah. Uh, but you can grab a plate, 530, and be on your way. I like it. And you'll still be in the drawing. Okay. So we'll, we'll pull those names out, and as long as we have the name and the phone number, and if you're you know, one of those names we draw, we'll definitely call you. That's awesome, dude. Oh, yeah. I, hope, I hope I am. That'll be oh, awesome. Yeah, absolutely. What other fundraisers do you guys do through the year? What's that? Uh, what other fundraisers, fundraisers so do you guys do we through have, the year? Um, we've got different fundraisers throughout the year. We've got our Southern Brunch coming up in uh, April. That's always well attended. And one thing we have coming up in July, uh, keep our fingers crossed that this will happen, but it hasn't happened for the last couple of years because of COVID restrictions and all that, but uh, we should be bringing back our naturalization ceremony in July. I represented the free press in that for probably 10 or 11 years and was yeah. just very honored to be a part of that. I mean, that I always considered that, and I told people a lot, that was one of the because Adrian King handed that right. out for so many years and did such a great job with it. And it, it kind of it's broken my heart a little bit that we've not been able to do it. And it's right. been because of COVID and because yeah. of the pandemic and all that. But, man, if that's a – let us know. I would I love to do. know. Let me know do if do. you guys are doing that because I'd love to – even if it's just to be out there just to support these sure. new citizens sure. who have done things the right way and are becoming citizens of Absolutely. our country. That's awesome. Uh, well, we're, we're wrapping up your appearance here, Chadwick, okay. uh, but I got to talk a little baseball. How much fun do you have? And I watch you cause you know, <laughs> when I, you know, I'm not doing the wood ducks anymore. Right. Yeah. I resigned right. at the end of last year and, but I'm going to be a season ticket holder. So awesome. I'm going to be, you know, Mr. Clemens, right? John, not Absolutely. John Clemens, but Greg Clemens. Yes. His dad. Yes. I'm going to be sitting in the row right okay. behind him throwing popcorn. That's him, popcorn. Okay. okay. Yeah. I don't blame me. <laughs> but there you go. But I'll be there this year. Uh, what drives you to do that? You don't have to do that. You don't, you do that because you, you love baseball, right? Yeah. I think it goes back to, oh gosh, it's kind of the same story as yeah. the interesting history. And my parents would bring my, my brother and I to various Kent Indians games. And so at a very young age and, um, and when I, um, started working at Frank, I was kind of thinking about a summer job. And then I was like, well, the Wood Ducks are in town. And, and I was like, hmm, this makes a lot of sense, you know, for the summer and, uh, and to help support um, what the Wood Ducks are doing because hopefully people see that the Wood Ducks are a very, very big economic driver, not just for Kinston, but for Eastern North Carolina because you have people coming into the county from, from out of the region spending their money, and that drives a lot of things here. And we need as many economic drivers in the North County and East North Carolina as we can have. And, uh, and I want to support that. I love baseball. And especially at this level with minor league baseball, you've got guys that, you know, may not be making a whole lot of money, uh, but this is their job. And, they're, and they're, you see a lot of enthusiasm. And plus, too, there are some guys out there, you know what, this one's got a shot to move on up. And you can say, hey, I saw them when they were still developing. And that's yeah. really cool. That is, it's very cool. And I know that uh, John and uh, Janelle and Absolutely. all the folks over at uh, Wood Ducks appreciate you and the hard work that you do out there. Oh, yeah, and they're they're phenomenal people to work for. I mean, Janelle's been our yeah. operations director for as long as I've been there, and she's absolutely tremendous. John, absolutely, does a great job with leadership over there. And we're just excited about, uh, hopefully, um, I haven't heard anything officially, but hopefully a new school board. I don't know if you know anything about no. Oh no, no, yeah, the new scoreboard. The scoreboard. You, 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 you talk a little bit fast sometimes. And I thought you said school board. And I'm oh like, no, what no, does no, the no. school board have to do? Scoreboard, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, I think I don't know if it's going to be in for this season. Okay. But I think it's going to be in for next season. Wonderful. I tell you, we're going to have Chris Suggs here on the show, uh, City Councilman, on Friday. Okay. That's one of the questions I, I've sure. already got for him is to ask him about that. So, uh, and hopefully, yeah, the, the right people understand that you know when you improve that stadium, you improve the experience. You're going to bring more people in. Yeah, absolutely. Chadwick Stokes, yeah. dude, too long, man. I should have had you on before now. This Not was awesome. What a great thank appearance. You. Keep doing a great keep doing keep doing the Lord's work over at Frank oh, Middle thank School. You. I appreciate that. You thank know, you. you know John Dawson's daughter goes one of his daughters. Well, they both have gone through Frank. One's at North Nor now and uh, another one's a student there, but we won't get into all that. Okay? <laughs> He's gonna be mad that I even brought it up, I'm sure. But listen, thank you so much thank for joining you. us here this morning. Let's get you back on again we'll sometime. Do, definitely. Uh, and, uh, Hey, let, let me go get $20 for you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Hey, Thank let's you. play the birthday game and uh, we'll come back and wrap up the show right after that. Today is Tuesday, February the 28th in the year of our Lord, 2023. What's that noise? Did you eat beans for <laughs> breakfast again? <laughs> yes. You're not supposed to tell anybody though, but, uh, You know whose it's, entrance theme this was? Who? Ric Flair. Really? This is what they played in 2001 when the monkeys Woo! threw the, the bone in the air and then it turns into a satellite. Oh. It's time to play the birthday game today. John Dawson, a lot of people, including your family and friends, counted you out of this birthday game. But you know what you've done? No, All they, you have they, they done. They just counted me out, period. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? All right, the timpani's getting a little loud there, dog. <laughs> there you <go>. <laughs> <sighs> I'm giddy, man. I'm giddy. You could win. Wait a minute. <laughs> He's waving his hand for you people who don't have video uh -huh. in your radio. Like I'm directing the band. Conducting. Oh, orchestra. Conducting. <laughs> <laughs> All I can see is Ric Flair coming down with that, that robe. Oh. All I got to say is it's February 28th. It's the last. Oh, God, that's beautiful. Let me tell you something, John Dawson. To be the man, you've got to beat the man. Mm -hmm. And I'm the man. Ric Flairism. Also, <clears throat> I'm a jet-flying, limousine-riding, kiss-stealing, wheeling-dealing son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time keeping these alligators down. <laughs> you got to give the man some love. Johnson I give him nothing. nothing. You give him nothing. Or, or I can hit you with a little Dusty Rhodes. Hit me with some Dusty Rhodes. <clears throat> See what you don't know, John Dawson. You don't know about hard times. Hard times, brother. Was he hair-lipped? He, he had, a, he okay. had a lisp. He had a pretty strong lisp. Play okay. Uh, we'll do it later. <clears throat> anyway, I forgot what I was doing. You asked me if he was hairy. No, we just had like a six-minute break. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was right in the middle, so I took a sip right in the middle of him. Uh, I just want to make sure you have it queued up for when I win. I want a little uh, pomp and circumstance, which was uh, Randy Savage's entrance. Okay, let me uh, just, YouTube just, that. Just uh, for when I win. Pomp and circumstance. How do you spell that? There you go. Who is it? Macho Man. Macho Man Entrance. You got it. It'll be coming up here. Uh, but you got to win first. And we are not exactly sure 
that's going to happen. Because John Dawson has rallied back. He's won, what, three of the last, or no, four of the last five days. He's got it back to 10 days to nine. But Massey leads 49 to 46 in overall birthday. So here is what has to happen today, gentlemen. Okay? John Dawson's got to win, but he can't win three to two. If he wins three to two, then Jonathan Massey wins. If John Dawson wins today four to one, then it's a tie, and we're going to have to go to a tiebreaker. We'll just if go I win to three another. Three to two, that would give me forty nine, right? Yeah, but he would have uh, he would have fifty one. It would be fifty one to forty nine. Yeah, but if I win today, I should just win. For no, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> so if you win four to one today, then it's tied, and we'll go to a tiebreaker, which will be an extra birthday. I will have to find an extra birthday, which I don't even mind. It'll be awesome. We, I'll absolutely do that. But if you win five to nothing and pull out your ninth perfect game and show history, mm-hmm. then John Dawson, you will win February all by itself. So that's why I played 2001 in Space Odyssey. Because you realize since you built this up so much, I'm going to miss the first one, right? Well, then you <laughs> got to get the next four after that, okay? Uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, before we jump in and all that, uh, why don't you tell us about Goeco Office Automation, Jacques Passeleg and the uh, Innovation Center that he's got in on Vernon Avenue. Well, Jacques called me last night, and he, he's been keeping up with the game, and he said that uh, he was he was unaware that he was sponsoring the show. There's been kind of some kind of paperwork mix-up. For more than three years. Uh, you know how the mail is. But uh, he said since he is a sponsor, he wants me to win because he finds Jonathan uh, unsettling. And repugnant. And repugnant. Yeah. And he says the beard scares his family. Yeah. Back to me now? Back to you, bro. I love it. I love it. Uh, hey, beard boy over there. Uh, what's the phone number for Jacques Passelec? 252. 252. 286. 286. 53. 53. 54. 54. By the way, he has business automation. We didn't tell, say what Goeco did. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about Goeco. If you're running a business or thinking about starting a business, you should go see Goeco. Jacques has the business automation knowledge. What is he, a knowledge professional? <laughs> He's what a technology it? service provider. There you go. That's well, what it is. Go. And uh, if you already have a business, if you don't know Jacques, go see him. He'll be uh, he'll get you in a different tax bracket. He definitely will. And we got his phone number. He's got websites, right? He does have websites. He has two, by my count. Okay. GoEcoNC.com or WhatIsGoEco.com. There you go. Uh, I tell you what, why don't we uh, jump right into it? John Dawson, did you have a good breakfast? Yes. Did you uh, get plenty of sleep last night? Oh, God, no. <laughs> okay. This is our first hint. What is this? You know who this is, don't you, Jonathan? Do I? I'll throw a guess out. Is it one of the newer country artists? Luke Combs. No. I have no idea then. Jason Aldean. Oh, he's not that new. I'm thinking like one of these new, like, younger cats. Oh, no, 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 no. This is Jason Aldean, John Dawson. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> Sunshine in the dark. You want me to do another song? How about Dirt Road Anthem? No, just... I, God, no. You don't like that one? Nobody should. Um, I, have, I don't have any clue. Uh, 37. You say 37. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 38. 
right. He's in his 40s, I'm pretty he sure. He was born February 28th, 1977. So he's 46 today. Good for him. I'm man. sorry, John Dawson. I was trying. Yeah, Jason Aldean is right up my alley. <laughs> there you go. You got to get these last four. You can do it. No, you can't. <laughs> John, I've got, I honest to God have faith in you, okay? I don't. Dear Heavenly Father, please help John win these last four. <laughs> okay, there you go. Okay, here we go. John Daw- or Jonathan Massey, it's your turn. He's Reggie Bullock's Dallas Mavericks teammate and NBA All-Star for the Dallas Mavericks. It's Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic, uh, who played in the All-Star game a week ago and uh, did pretty well. Luka, how old is he today? 24. <laughs> game over, baby! Pow! <laughs> I can't even look at him. I love him like a brother. A country, an alleged country music singer <laughs> and a pro basketball player. How did you know he was 24? He just got drafted a couple of years ago, and I knew he was early 20s. Uh, Why don't you just give put the Maris's birthday in there? <laughs> it's not until August. John, I'm sorry, baby. And there's two dead you, people at the end. And there's two dead people coming up, too, yeah. So. He, he did at least warn us about that one. Well, one okay, well, he is 24 today, and Jonathan Massey leads 2 to nothing. This is not a very – you want to – I tell you what, we'll make you feel better. Why don't we breeze through this, and we'll do a couple of who sang it. Uh, I'll, I'll sure. <laughs> Let's just – we'll finish this out here. Okay. <laughs> it gets no better. He's one of only three drivers to win races in IndyCar, Formula One, World Sports Car, and NASCAR. It's – At least we e- both equally have no idea who this is. The great Mario Andretti. Today is his birthday. You've heard of Mario Andretti. Yes, I've heard of Mario Andretti. Yes, you have. How old is he today? 84. You say 84. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 83. <laughs> oh, look, John's hopes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't look. Look what I'm doing. <laughs> I can't even look in that general direction. Uh, I don't think you're going to have a choice. Oh, <laughs> he's putting the hockey stick around my neck. Uh, yeah, he's 83 today. He was born February 28th, 1940. But you know what? He didn't know how old Mario Andretti is. you got to give him credit for getting that close to Mario Andretti's birthday. John, give yourself nothing. <laughs> I give myself nothing! <laughs> you know what else? <laughs> Sound the alarm. I can't even... Sound oh, the alarm. <laughs> Jonathan Massey is... Uh, Bring in the gym. up three to nothing. <laughs> Wow. And, you know, he'll, he loves gangsters. He may get this next one. And, uh, he's uh, dead. He helped the Las Vegas Strip get started. It's mobster. Meyer Lansky. Mm-mm. Well, he w- did. He did, but it's not him. Bugsy Siegel. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Today is Bugsy Siegel's birthday. He died in 1947. Did you ever hear how he died? <laughs> I know what he was doing when he got shot, wasn't he? hope he was what a way to go that'd be awesome but no he would well you know what it could have been very well because he was in his house and he somebody put uh or shot through his house and killed him yeah and that that's as good a story as any i didn't read that part of it but uh bugsy siegel who helped he really uh was the one that got the got las vegas going wasn't he the one that kind of sort of got the casino designs going like with the big elaborate he did that was him that was his vision that was his dream bugsy siegel how cool is that but he died in 1947 so goodness gracious he died 
76 years ago. But how old would he be today if he were still alive today over there, Jonathan Massey? 129. You say 129. What do you say, John Dawson? <laughs> 119. You were much closer. He was born February 28th, uh, 1906. So he would be 117 uh, he was, today. He was young, young. When yeah, he, he was young. 41. He was 41 when he got killed. A lot of those mobsters are kind of brashing and uh, well, yeah, but ill temper. Uh, for whatever long. reason, the Vegas mobster, mobsters I see as older than some of the ones back east. Well, because, you know. Actually, it started a, a war. It started a, a war in Las Vegas between uh, gangs. And uh, the day after he died, his competing gangsters went in and took over uh, the Flamingo, which is the, the casino that he started. So, uh, hey, you stopped his perfect game, John Dawson. You're dead and to me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just much like comedian Gilbert Gottfried, who uh, died <laughs> April 12th, 2022. Man. Uh, he died, what? what is that, 10 months ago? He, he had probably my favorite podcast of all time, Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast. God, it was so, I've never laughed so hard. I laughed at that more than I've laughed at any movie in my life. Now, did he use his high-pitched voice in that, or did he use a, his regular voice? Because I know he had a regular voice. It was his regular voice, but if he was doing something funny, I mean, uh, a comedian who passed recently, Richard Belzer, was on there, and it was just 90 minutes of, like, my stomach's hurting from laughing. They were just very funny. Wow. Well, uh, comedian Gilbert Gottfried, uh, today, if he were still alive, how old would he be today? And it's not been that long. He died last April 12th, so I mean, not even a year yet. 65. You say 65. What do you say, uh, Jonathan Massey? 66. He was born February 28th, 1955, so he'd be 68 today. So you win today. Four to one. Uh, we got to give. Go ahead. If you get a chance to watch the Gilbert Gottfried documentary, that's a guaranteed home run, whether you know anything about him or not. Trust okay. me. Okay. Well, we will look that thing up. Let's give, uh, let's give Jonathan Massey his love. I give him nothing. <laughs> Man, I, I build it up. Voice. I build it up too much, I guess, Dad. Every time I Where's my popping circumstance? Oh, that's right. Let's get your I tell you what, while we're doing oh, that. Geez. I'm just gonna I just wanna revel in it for a minute. Ooh yeah. <laughs> Other birthdays today. Other birthdays today. Happy birthday. He's the uh, county commissioner. I, I work for him. He's a good guy, Preston Harris. Today is his, his birthday. He's a minister. He has a, you talk about great voices. He's got one of the great voices in Lenora County. It's so funny. Not funny. It's neat. Every time they do like a proclamation, yes. uh, Linda Rouse Sutton always gets him to read it because he has the best speaking voice of anyone on the this county commission. This is CNN. He really does. He's got yeah. a great voice. But happy birthday to you, uh, Reverend Harris. Uh, how about Dr. Claire Paris over at uh, at UNC Lenore? She's the, uh, gosh, I should have probably looked up her title before. I, she's been on the show before. She's like in charge of all the doctors over at UNC Lenore Healthcare. She is awesome. Uh, very sweet girl. Uh, girl, good Lord. Very sweet lady. And uh, then Eddie Kalee, who played basketball at South Lenore High School. And I don't know what he's up to now, but uh, I'll just never forget what a great player he was at South Lenore. So. If it's your birthday today, like Eddie Kalee, Dr. Claire Paris, 
Uh, Preston Harris, Gilbert Gottfried, and all these other great birthdays. Have a great birthday. And uh, don't you want to pay homage to uh, Jonathan Massey for uh, winning today? Kiss the ring. I got a pretty good idea where it's been, so I'm going to pass on that. But I will congratulate Massey on his uh, latest victory. And I don't know how he was able to get it with a bunch of pro athletes. And a country singer. And a country singer. That's amazing because that's not in his wheelhouse at all. No, it's really not. And a dead person. And two. Two dead people. Two dead people, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The cream rises to the top. Yeah. Congratulations, Dig Jonathan it. Massey. Snap into a slim gym. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead and give us. Uh, you got to give us uh, your, the last thing that you do when you win a month. Are you ready? Yeah, hold on. You want me to turn down the music? Or well, keep the music I, can on? I have a request for this one? Yeah, go for it. Do the little, the little. They don't play this part, but the, the, we're going to Seattle and we're going to Virginia. L- rattle off some cities before you lose your mind. I think it's states, but. <laughs> I got you, John. Good God. If looks could kill. I'd be okay. dead right now. Right, focus. I'm going to need your help here, John. Look at, he needs he your need help. Your inspiration. We're going to Houston, and we're going to Hong Kong, and we're going to Moscow, and we're going to Milan, and we're going to French Polynesia, and we're going back to Charlotte. Biar! <laughs> oh, my God. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Hey, uh, congratulations, uh, Jonathan Massey, another month. You win. We'll be back tomorrow with the birthday game as we start a new month of the birthday game here on the Brian Hanks Show. Well, wait a minute. On the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. I think they're actually states, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations, Jonathan Massey, another, another great month. Uh, I don't even know, man. I, I think, uh, what, this is our 30, let's see, these, I think it's our 39th month of playing the uh, birthday game, and John has won six. So you can do the math from there. Jonathan's won 33. But we'll start a new one tomorrow and see if uh, John Dawson can have a chance in it. Listen, uh, man, here we are already the end of our second hour, the end of our Tuesday show here on the Brian Hanks show. And man, just had a really good time there with Chadwick Stokes. <coughs> That's why I like, we're not all sports all the time. We talk history. We talk things that are going on in the community. And it was just really good to have uh, Chadwick in here talking about that and, and really enjoyed having Don Trez too uh, earlier in the hour for Tuesdays with Trez. Uh, just man, just uh, it was so good to see him play last night and, uh, you can hear the emotion in his voice, how much it means to him uh, to be able to get out on the court and represent the University of North Carolina and represent Kinston and Lenore County in eastern North Carolina. <laughs> Sorry, a little cough button there. And uh, he loves to be out on the court, and it just means a lot to him. And it was last night was really, really good, and glad he had a chance to do that. So, uh, again, thank you so much for listening to today's show here on 960 The Bull and 960TheBull.com. I want to thank Richard Clark in our first hour uh, from the Carteret County News Times, CarolinaCoastOnline.com. And again, Don Trez Styles and Chadwick Stokes here in our second hour. Uh, listen, thank you to all our sponsors. Uh, really do appreciate them. LCC, UNC Lenore Healthcare, Goeco, Lovick's Cafe, Spence Automotive, Woodman Life, Arendelle Parrot Academy, Down East Protection Systems. 
King's Restaurant, the Kinston Police Department, Davis Wholesale Tire, Mills International, Rillo Discount Drugs, Lenore County Public Schools, Chick-fil-A of Kinston, Lenore Tire and Appliance, and the Down East Wood Ducks. Hey, have a great Tuesday. Uh, we'll have uh, Junior Smith III on in our first hour tomorrow. We'll have a guest for you in the second hour. Have a great Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.